Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, J-Rod Concerts familia. How is everybody doing today, guys? Really stoked about today's alt-rock trio, guys. They're called January Jane, and they are gearing up to release their EP, Your Drug, on June 18th. They just recently got signed to BMG, and I wanted to make sure that you guys had it on your radar because they are absolutely amazing and live. They are a spectacular live band, so as the stages open back up, you need to have them on your radar. January Jane. The band's first single of the EP, Versions of You, you know, it just takes you back to the 1980s, man. Neon drenched, makes you want to dance, makes you want to boogie. Just absolutely amazing. You know, it has a new wave thing going. Um, you know, among their many, many fans, because they have a, a, a legion of fans, is uh, Matt Pinfield, you know, the music tastemaker, uh, MTV uh, VJ from back in the day, and uh, music troubadour. And uh, yeah, absolutely. So it was great to chat with them. We chat uh, with uh, the guitarist Mitch Mitchell and uh, vocalist Pat Villa. And we just had a great talk. We talk about the voyage that the band has had, which is quite unique, quite spectacular. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, their um, how Destiny brought them together, you know, one night in New York. And they started just making incredible music and all the things that have happened since then. Uh, they, we also talk about the the new cover that they did of the Holland Oates song I Can Go For That you know friend of our show John Oates uh, he would actually love it um, so definitely keep these guys on your radar guys great guys they also perform charity concerts benefiting the Akron Children's Hospital the Dream Foundation among other causes if you want to find out more about January Jane check out JanuaryJane.com uh, if you are new to the show, guys, welcome, 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 welcome. We humbly ask that you give us a review on your favorite platform, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you are listening to us right now. And without further ado, guys, let's kick it off with January Jane on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Exactly. How are you guys doing? Look at you guys. Look at that compound. Yes, yes. This is our. This is actually our compound where we uh, yeah. where we play. We yeah. call it, we call it our clubhouse. Um, I mean, like compound yeah. Better now. yeah, yeah. I think we may use compound. Yeah. The implications. I mean, are... look at that. It's artistic. I mean, for the audio audience, I mean, that screams rock and roll, creativity, eighties. That's how, that's where oh, yeah, Grammys yeah. are made. Look at that. That's right. Exactly. Or where we open a casino, one of the two. Or where we just make our own Grammys in here. <laughs> yeah, we have to do Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love That's it. That's good, guys. Love oh, guys, day. well, thank you guys for joining. What a pleasure. Thank Thanks you for, for having us. us. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you guys are one of the most exciting bands coming out of New York in some time. Uh, you know, you guys recently signed with BMG. Congratulations. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very yeah. much. And, you know, you guys capture some of the best stuff of the 80s uh, with just some splendid songwriting, guys. Uh, great reputation. And you just released a great cover of one of the good friends of our show, John Oates of Holland Oates, wow, Man Eater. Nice, yes. Yeah, yes. he's been here a couple of times. He lives here in Nashville, so I can't wait to play that to him next time he's around. Absolutely. Okay. That's just a cracker. Send us his address when you're all fine. We'll just go pay him a visit. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little care package of yeah. the song. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hand him the song. Yeah. 
No, but you guys did a great job. That, that and great. They're a great group. We're, great such, we're such huge fans. So. And it's not an easy song to, to cover. You know, no. it, 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 you, know, you know what I mean? But you guys did a splendid job there. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Appreciate that. Of course. I know, and your, your EP, Your Drug, is coming out in June now, right? Yes, I believe it's June. It got pushed back a little bit, but, uh, you know, still very excited. Well, actually, what, what happened is that this is to tie everything into to um, I Can't Go For That, the Hall & Oates cover we did is that was kind of released as a it's like a starting point but not necessarily a single and it, it got so much traction and has gotten so much positive feedback from amazing people like yourself that now they want to allow a little bit more time for that to grow i think we're actually going to shoot a music video for it yeah now nice. am i spoiling anything and then no, I think all right and the next in the next couple of weeks and then they want more to now that's like they pushed off the release of the full ep so people can enjoy i can't go for that and our, obviously our own first single uh, versions of you, uh, which is out now. They want they want people to to simmer on that a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. We're digging so, um, the main course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Pat and uh, Mitchell. So so let's start with this, guys. We're we're pretty much at the anniversary of COVID. You know, uh, one year anniversary. Where's the where's the birthday cake and fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys get vaccinated? By any chance, uh, or not yet? Not yet. We can't. Uh, I mean, to be honest, um, so we. Uh, I just. I get the updates on my phone. They're doing uh, 50 years and plus starting tomorrow. So I mean, if we did it, someone would bludgeon us to death, which would <laughs> counteract the effects of the vaccine. Because I don't think that protects you from being beaten to death with baseball bats. So no, we have to. We have to wait in line. Yeah, yeah we'll wait, yeah. we're waiting in line for now. But uh, you know, everyone yeah. that's getting it, you know, hope it's, uh, it's yeah. a good experience. I've heard mixed reviews. I mean, not that, it yeah. <laughs> not that it doesn't vaccinate you, but you do not, you know, some people have, didn't feel well after getting it. So uh, I hope uh, everyone feels well after. A very good friend of mine and ours, actually, um, I don't want to mention her name on air, but she's still in the news. It's still legitimate news media personality. She just got one of the vaccines and is just sick. It just, it just did a uh, live cast from home with it. And Ooh. she's like all like, yeah. Interesting. I got I got mine. Uh, I got mine. Uh, and, it, and the arm, the arm pain. They say, "Oh, your arm's gonna hurt." No, like it. It feels like you want to rip it apart. Hurt. Really? Oh my god. Yes, it's like serious pain for like a couple of days. This is good. I, I, are we helping anyone right now with this? <laughs> <laughs> but definitely get it. So you, yes, yes. Get it your arm will hurt. You have to get it so you can come see us play live. Although exactly. I don't think exactly. there's live shows until a certain percentage is. Oh my god! And you guys are amazing live. We'll get to that. But, but yeah, the, the question was, guys, like how now that we, it seems like we're at the end of this uh, knock on wood, you know, we're getting out of the weeds here. Like, how are you guys going to look back at this at this period for you guys professionally, creatively, and personally? Wow. Well, I think to start off, um, great question. I will look at the pictures of the beard that I grew down to here. <laughs> to start, that was the first thing I did. I missed it. Also, uh, also, just look at it as, as an opportunity to, you know, sharpen our skills as musicians. And, you know, I mean, we, we didn't stop, you know, this entire time. And, and it was tough because being locked away in your apartments or wherever, it's, um, it's not easy for anybody. But we're glad that, that we were able to get through it where, you know, we're, you know, anyone that's still having a, a tough time with the, the whole COVID thing, you know, our heart goes out to them. And, you know, we hope that everything does go back to normal as soon as possible. I mean, we're, yeah. we are, so, we are, we are ready to go to start playing. We're so excited. Yeah. And hopefully things do go back all the way normal. You know, it, it would be nice to, you know, go to the grocery store without a mask on, you know, or, like, <laughs> or, or anywhere without a mask. Oh, and without, without pants on. Yeah. 
Because I'm not wearing pants. I mean, now you got to wear pants. It's terrible. But we, yeah, I mean, so we signed with BMG in the middle of this. We signed with them over the summer. So there, there was a lot of, it, it was very surreal because on one hand, you know, we're locked down, the, the world's locked down. We don't know what's happening. But on the other hand, we're kicking ass writing. Um, you know, as a guitar player, it's very easy, you know, because you just play guitar, you're on your couch yeah. guitar anyways. Yeah. Um, but we, we wrote a lot of music and the, we ended up signing with BMG during the pandemic. So it, it was a very surreal moment. It, you have this mm-hmm. real balance of overwhelming happiness and then at the same time, we can't actually perform. I mean, I bought all these very expensive bottles of whiskey for us to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. They haven't even been open yet. It's like right, we haven't really right. been able to, to, to do that. So so you signed over Zoom like this, right? Like it was all digital, all virtual? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. We weren't even together. We yeah. couldn't even get together um, for it. So we all did it. Like, I think maybe we did. You know, we were on the phone with each other. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even trim my beard. Yeah, there was no point. <laughs> It's just, you know, I just had this giant beard that, uh, I mean, when you're, when you're locked in your, in your house, I mean, why not? But, um, yeah, it was, it was, everything was over the computer and, uh, you know, we're, we're just, we're happy that it happened and we're super excited. And yeah. again, it's, you know, we, we feel very fortunate that we were able to, you know, for this to happen. Yeah. For us. Yeah. And, sure, and, sure. and it ended to, to exploit the, the time we were handed uh, and turn it into a net positive. Well, I mean, the universe works in ways that we don't even know about. It's always conspiring. So, you know, it worked. I think it's working for you guys in a perfect way. I mean, the word is spreading about January Jane. The hype is building. Like a virus? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what you We hope not. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want to imply it's like a virus, sure. Well, you know, with variants, with Chinese variants. On yeah, the yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. But So listen, I think it's going to work out great because uh, people are clamoring. I think there's a real anticipation to see you guys perform live. So that's cool. Appreciate that. Thanks. Absolutely. So, Pat, you know, obviously, you know, you started playing uh, piano and drums since you were young, uh, you know, in Connecticut, uh, but it was in college that you started singing. I- I'm just curious, what was like the breakthrough moment in college where you were like, fuck this, like, I'm, I'm putting all my efforts now into this, like, no looking back, the moment of truth, moment of breakthrough. Well, for me, it was, uh, it's funny, I went to, I went to college because I wanted to be a surgeon. And I was pre-med chemistry and I, you know. Did you want to be a surgeon or did other people want you to be a surgeon? My mom wanted me to be a surgeon. <laughs> so, no, no, but I went, you know, I had this dream of becoming a doctor and, um, you know, like any great story starts, you know, of course there was a, a girl involved and I ended up writing a, a song about heartbreak and I performed it in the village. I didn't even know if I could sing really and uh, performed with one of my roommates and people loved it. And I mean, as soon as I got on stage, that was it. Just, it only took one time for me to realize that this is something that I love. I, I'd never even sang before. So uh, it was kind of a surreal moment in my life, wow. that decision. Uh, my parents were super pissed, uh, <laughs> but you know, with all of, all, of the, all of the things that have happened along the way and meeting Mitch and, you know, and you know, all of the writing with January Jane and releasing all the stuff, you know, and, and Peter and, uh, and Matt Pinfield and, yeah, everything. It's it's been a quite a ride. A journey. It's been quite and, a ride. Yeah, and I think that in when in those moments in life, you you just when you know you know, and you have got to make that decision to to take a shot. And you know you're taking a shot on yourself, so it's yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, yeah, 
still here. And I love it. <laughs> Very excited. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mitch, by the way, you're so, you know, founder of the band. You're so damn good with that guitar. So oh, good. Thank you very much. So, I, I just have to ask you a first question. Can I give you any guitar? Could I just get out like any guitar and you would make it sound good? Or are you very specific about like? No, the type I, of that, it's that so you funny you say that. I actually prefer picking up junky old guitars and playing them. I don't, I, I find it more fun. Um, I, I had this opportunity where Guitar World asked me to to record, a, 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 you know, something, uh, well, for Guitar World. And during the summer, and I was in Connecticut. I didn't have my equipment. And there just happened to be this old acoustic guitar in the house I was at. And it obviously hadn't been played in probably two, three years. I mean, the strings on it were all, all rusty. But I had no choice but to use that guitar to put something together, like spur of the moment, to, that was going to go out on Guitar World. I found it to be much more enjoyable than like, you know, perfectly set up guitar, all, you know, polished and everything. And we were hiding behind a wall of sound and all the delays. Right. I actually, I enjoy it. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, the answer is yes. Also, we accept any guitars. If you yes. want to just give us guitars, yes. we're happy to take any and all guitars. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Mitch, and of course, Mitch, you have this great story. You've talked about it to death, but like for my audience that may be unaware of it, you know, after hearing a demo of, um, of some of the early guitar stuff that you did, you know, the jazz legend, uh, Larry Wills of Blood, Sweat and Tears and yeah. Miles Davis, you know, he kind of took you under his wing, right? Like, what was that about? That's crazy. That's a great it's, story. It's, it's, it's insanity. Um, I'll never know the impact because it was at that, that formative age, like maybe, I, I don't even, maybe like right around in high school. And that's right when I, when I was started playing guitar seriously. And you, it's at the time, you don't think about it. It's just happening. But in hindsight, it's insanity. I mean, yeah. I, we actually, and we started recording. I have all these recordings on these, you know, on two inch reels of us playing. Hey, flamenco jazz, like what? It was this weird, whimsical stuff. I, like I, I remember, I was in the studio. Um, we we're we we're, uh, we we're, we're, where where you record in a studio, <laughs> and there was just like junk on the floor, and I just started picking it up and smacking it into the guitar and getting sounds that way. I mean, in in yeah, it, very surreal. It's the story of our lives. How did you guys connect? Like, did how did you guys meet? And, and did you know who he was? Same, same thing. Pat took me under his wing. Was, <laughs> yeah. uh, I found garbage on the floor. And we started throwing <laughs> it against guitars. No, uh, I mean, how did we meet? Honestly, and, we, you know, we actually met legitimately at a gallery opening. For yeah, great oh, that's right. Because you were shooting, you were shooting the opening, right? Yes, we yeah. had a mutual Tell friend. The we had a we had a mutual friend that's an artist. Uh, I was there shooting a like a documentary style type thing, and right. was there uh, for the opening. And someone introduced us and, you know, he needed a singer. I needed a guitar player. And from there, we met up a couple of days later and literally wrote a song in 10 minutes, which ironically enough, will end up coming out on the next yeah. EP. Uh, but I, I love how it's all full circle, you know, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those, again, one of those things where you just know. It was and, like chemistry, right? Is, 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 it, like, is it like love, but creatively, like, you know, like love at first sight kind of thing? But like yes, love it for a song love guess, it for you know? a song and yeah. the artist jason at Samson, he painted this guitar yep. for me but i think before thing. we were actually wow. like like a serious band he, he he just wanted to experiment he does like a lot of stuff for nike and so it's like a lot of shoes but he asked me if i had an extra guitar lying around so for the audio audience mitchell is picking up this most beautiful guitar it's like roses i it, it's like it's a it's a piece of art basically it's a piece of art it more is. than a guitar and, and yeah, he wanted to, to see what um to see what it would be like to paint a guitar. And I had one, thank God I gave him a really high quality one, you know, a USA Eddie Van Halen 
uh, Wolfgang guitar that I had and he painted it so, up and it became, I mean, even that is insane. Yeah. So, but yeah, all it, you know, basically the stars all aligned and, you know, we met and we wrote a song and again, it's one of those things where you just know, uh, right off the bat, you know, and especially when it's that fast, you know, when you write a song that fast, you, I mean, there's obviously something. You just know, right. Well, the other thing is that in terms of that, it, because everything flows so naturally, the chemistry, I don't think either of us thought about it. So it's not until we're asked about it. I think if it wasn't there, then yeah. you realize that there's something missing. But when it's just happening so naturally, you don't you don't think about it. We just go with the yeah, flow. So we're I still riding that. that wave. That's right. And it turns out we had other mutual friends and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just small all world. But that that's the that's half the fun of New York. Right. Yeah, totally. Man, the universe is conspiring with you guys. Like I am putting my chips on you guys. If you guys want to bet on cryptocurrency or stocks, like just, oh, you're right, go, you're man. right up our alley. You, the momentum that. of the universe is with you guys. Now, Pat, let me ask you about this, of course, because um you did go on American Idol, you made it pretty far. Uh you made it to the Hollywood stage, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I would um, but tell me a little bit about like how your mother like pushed you to do this because you just referenced you know that at the beginning your parents were a little disappointed you know shocking in the decision and yet you come here full circle and it is your mom pushing you to american idol it's a beautiful thing yeah actually it was um i never even thought about doing american idol uh you know i was i was so dead set on releasing music and and playing live uh but you know she had an open heart surgery and when she was recovering you know you just want to make people feel better when they're going through something like that. So I asked sure. mom, what can I do to make you feel better? And out of nowhere, she's like, go on American Idol. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so very random, but uh, you know. Did she it, love it? Like, did you know she loved it? She loved it. She well, actually and she made a full recovery. So yes, I and, mean, she it reco worked. and she recovered. So that's the important part. But yeah, she actually saw, she saw me on TV during, I think it was during the Super Bowl. That my face was in one of the commercials for American Idol. And right. You know, that was that was like a, a big moment for her was, you know, seeing I think it also made it more real. You know, when you say you're going to do something and then something like that, uh, you know, you're recognized even even for a second, you know, for a talent, uh, you know, that was a big deal for her. So, yeah, it was a cool experience. And uh, I'm glad I did it for my mom. And um, that's, please, New, that's, the, that's uh, New York City for you. Yeah, apparently there's a freight train going it. down 8th <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> I miss New York. You know, this is the longest I've been without going to New York in, since I was a child. I miss it to death, wow. man. Really? I mean, it's because yeah, of the, yeah, it's a different city right now, but hopefully it goes back to the way it was. You know, I think oh, it yeah. will. Yeah, because sure it, it goes back to better than it was because it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that great. I'm just kidding. No, no, we love it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing that, Pat. That's a beautiful story. Um, you guys have been so good with your time. I do want to talk about Holland Oats, but first, let me ask you about Matt Pinfield that you guys uh, mentioned briefly. One of you, the early champions of your band, guys, obviously on the Whiskey Vinyl label, he signed you guys. Tell us a little bit about that friendship with with, with Matt uh, and, and, you know, what it's meant to you guys to this point. Oh, where do we start? Uh, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> It, the the story is insane. You know, Matt Matt is a real genius. You know, if uh, what 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 did I say before? If musical knowledge was 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 worth actual money, he would be the the richest person in the world. I mean, he's the one guy on the planet that can tell you what you know David Bowie was eating for lunch April tenth, you know, nineteen eighty. <laughs> I mean, that's he's just that guy. Yeah, uh, and it's, yeah. it's scary. If you can't stump him, I've tried, and you really can't. It's 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 it's, it's the, the, that's also surreal because. Obviously, we're huge fans of him, you know, from all, you know, all the music network stuff, MTV, VH1. I mean, uh, and it's just universally respected across all genres. 
Um, but it was, so he came and saw us perform at this converted porn theater in Times Square here. And we've been, really? most, yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. <laughs> this, yeah, it was converted. It was, this was after it was way yeah, after yes. the or, floors were very sticky after gentrification, right? After the hippies moved in, he came and saw us. And then all of a sudden we're like all back at my apartment going through all of our demos and we're ordering food. And this went on for, for months where he would just come over. Um, go through our demos, give us advice. Um, and we, we started going to LA to record. Yeah, uh, you know, he, he arranged for us to record in LA yeah. out at NRG. Um, we did a whole album out there. Um, and now we're here. Yeah. And he's been... Uh, and he just sent us another song list yesterday, or two days <laughs> yeah. ago. Things, yeah, so Yeah, but it, it's been a great experience working with Matt. And, you know, he's been, he's been nothing but he's a, he's a real brother. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. He's, he's been unbelievable. so helpful with trying to guide us, you know, through, you know, one, literally one of the most difficult jobs in the world. Uh, you know, it's especially so great when you hear about someone like, like a public figure like Matt, who's had a career like he's had. Right. And it turns out that he's a, like, just like a, a sweetheart and a great hearted person. And instead of like the, you know, oh, he's an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like something like, you know, like, like there's word here in Nashville that like, uh, you know, one of the big guys here, I won't say his name, but one of his songs is Chicken Fried. He's like a huge asshole, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing. And like you hear it from different sources and it's disappointing. So it's always nice right. when you hear the opposite. Yes. No, he's yes, awesome. What have you heard about us? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I've heard about you guys. I've, t I've heard that you guys are sick live. Oh, that's yeah. like, it, yeah, that you guys are an epitome of like a life act. And I was, you know, I'll, let's finish with that, guys, because obviously we haven't been able to to perform live for a year now. I love it. You just announced um, sick and that we're spreading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. PTSD here with, with, with you guys. But, um, Guys, tell tell us a little bit about the importance of you guys live. I saw some YouTube stuff, um, and like, what can fans expect from you guys when you hit the stage back up in oh the fall? I mean, one hundred percent pure energy. Yeah, uh, you know, it's. I mean, we live to we live. If we could live on stage, we would. You know, it's yes. just, it's the most fun place in the world, and I feel like it's the one place you can actually be yourself completely. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's right? a great way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. and and connecting with the crowd is. Uh, it really is one of the most special things in the world. And um, almost everything else you do is like an excuse and a vehicle just to be able to perform live. That's the icing yeah. and the cake. It's, yeah. it's everything. Yeah, and we hope that uh, we hope that by summertime or, or shortly after summer, you know, there will be concerts coming back and festivals. Yeah. I mean, we're we're ready to go, and the, the whole band Absolutely. is really excited and, and ready to play. And um, yeah, it's it's it really is one of those things. You, you I wouldn't trade it for anything. No. Really. Yeah, amazing. Pat, why is that? We've had a lot of artists here that they say that, that they say that they're very introspective, they're very quiet, but like they are exuberant life. They are, you know, explosive on stage. Why, why that difference between the real persona and who they become in front of 30,000 people? I think that it's, it has to do with, it's kind of a release for, for people. Um, it, it's like a, I mean, it's almost like an out-of-body experience. I, I don't, I know that's such a cliche way to, to look at things, but I feel like I've had that experience. Like there's times where we've played great live shows and I'll get off stage and I'll be like, I, what happened? You know, like, I, like you just yeah. don't even, it, it's such a euphoric feeling that it, it's, um, yeah. And like I said, it's a place where you can be yourself and you, yeah. when you're connecting with, when you're connecting with an audience like that, especially with something that you've written and, you know, wow. that you believe in, you, it's like they're, they're, they're seeing a piece of you that really no one else can see. Uh, and and, and not, not like that, not at that time. 
you know? So that's why I think, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit like that, you know, as, as, as extroverted as we are, you know, I think that <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm more at home on stage in front of an audience than, uh, than you are at home. Than I am at home. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, a, I mean, it, it, I got it. If you could actually harness the energy, we would, all of our power needs would be solved because you're giving energy and then getting it back from the audience. And yeah, it creates yeah. this endless cycle of like perpetual motion, which is theoretically impossible, but on stage, it is what is happening. So wow. it's, it's unbelievable. That's a nice way to look at it. Absolutely beautiful. Thank yeah, you. I love We're it. still trying to figure out how to harness all of that. Yes, if we, we are. If we do find out, we'll, we'll be on the New York Stock Exchange in no time. So, yeah. That's what's happening in your <laughs> compound. We're coming for you. <laughs> well, listen, Pat Via, Mitchell Mitchell, Ooh. you guys have said it all today. <laughs> It's been a it's it's been a real pleasure to have you guys. What a great group of guys! I mean, amazing musicians. Your new EP comes out in June. Amazing cover of you know of Hall and Oates. You guys are about to take over, and I think we're just honored that we had you on the show before you exploded. So well, thank, thank you, so you again for having us, and make sure that you uh, you check out the Hall and Oates. I can't go for that, and also oh, yeah. the view. And uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're super excited to get playing live, and we'll come see you. Uh, we'll come see you as soon as we can. Yep, absolutely. Get a All right, guys. Couch ready. <laughs> Take care, guys. Stay Thanks. safe. Later, man. Take care. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.